You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you? The proud phrase said that I must eat this pie. This podcast is brought to you by Starks R Us. Their many accessible locations throughout the North provide quality Ned Stark costumes for all of those former Lord Commanders whose watches have ended and are looking to find their way home. Hair tie for mandatory, have ponytail included. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 51, Book of the Stranger. I'm Megan. And I'm Jenny. And it's and... just two of us tonight since we're a man down since Rachel's sick and the others are busy with other things. So I hope we can still have a good discussion, but I think we will. <laughs> We, we can do it. We can, this, we we can, can handle it. this. Yeah, it's just that Jenny and I agree on many things, so we'll try to insert other opinions from the other <laughs> the other girls that we know of. Ghost, <laughs> ghost opinions. Yeah. <laughs> so just, I know a new chapter came out this past week, or even earlier, I'm not even sure. I haven't read it. I read, you, I read the read beginning it, of it, and then I got <laughs> distracted, and I haven't gone back to it, to be perfectly honest. I'm a bad fan. Um, I fully intend to read it, because I yes. love Arian. I just haven't, but I will. <laughs> Not a lot I happened have... in the part that I read, um, but no. I feel like I have to keep going, because I need to get to John Connington, so. Yeah. And I just want to give a welcome to any of our new listeners from Tor. This season we've started writing for Tor.com on a weekly basis, just articles, not random topics because they're sort of connected with, with, with what happens in the show, but topics that kind of go cover the show and the books. And so welcome to all the new people that have joined us from there. Yes, we will continue our snarky book reader rage here as well. But not <laughs> this episode because we really liked this episode. <laughs> Yeah, and this week for tour, at least the article's fun in that it's you know deals with our stupid nerd rage. Yes, all of those fully... irrelevant things that yeah. bother us for no reason at all. We admit that you know they're to- it's irrational for us to be angry about them, but we are anyway. Yes. <laughs> so let's jump into the fray pie rating. So Jenny, what do you give uh, Book of the Stranger? I gave it a Rhaegar pie that is not impervious to fire, and therefore it's a little burnt on the crust because, sadly, we lost Osha this week. But really, it has been my favorite episode of the season so far, and one of my favorite episodes of the series, probably, if I can say that. I don't know. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I think you you can say that. That's fine. I've seen other reviews and people have said similar stuff. So I think that that's good. Um, I'm going to be boring and just say ditto because I loved your description. And since the impervious to fire thing is something that really bothers me, (laughs) I I do like that mention. Um, And since Rachel's not here, we should definitely say what she said. And she said she would give it a Rhaegar with a burnt bottom that she can't taste very much. (laughs) And Lauren also gives it a Rhaegar with a slice removed since they killed Osha, which was very sad. Yeah, definitely when I was watching that, that scene at the end with Danny, though, I was like, Megan is hating this right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that my yelling from Manhattan could be heard in Queens. <laughs> it's always going to be a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> but silly. I know it's irrational. <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like this one is less irrational, though, but, you know, that's yeah. just a matter of opinion. <laughs> 
We'll get there. We'll get there, though. Yes. (laughs) First, let's talk about our awards. So we have an episode MVP, and I think it was a unanimous decision across the board to give it to our girl, Sansa. Yes. Sansa absolutely agreed. That's what people said. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I, I really loved her in this episode. It was it was great. Although someone She was fantastic. Someone at work did say that they didn't like Sansa and I was like, I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. That's basically how I judge people. Like anytime <laughs> I meet a new fan of the books or the show, I'm like, So what do you think about Sansa? And then if their answer doesn't please me, I'm like, Okay, we're done. I was I was <laughs> telling her that I was, you know, recording this podcast tonight and she just, you know, said she didn't like Sansa and I was like I was like, Are you up to date? You know, like she's like she's like yeah she's like I was like but she's like well yeah but she was just telling John I was like what 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 do you mean shut up yeah oh people it's okay we'll talk about Sansa in a bit um speaking of Sansa though Stark Watch so I know we didn't get any Bran or Arya this week they were mentioned and we didn't see Rickon though they referred to him but we got to get a reunion it was so great (laughs) like this hasn't happened since season three I believe what Like Starks talking to each other? Did they actually? No one. No one actually reunited in season three, though. No, but Bran and uh, Rickon were together. Oh, I suppose that's true. Yeah, <laughs> and they. So, yeah, a- if you really want to say like a reunion, then that would be the f- the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> like, no, oh no one's reunited. This is the first one, really, and <laughs> yeah. it was glorious, and I loved it, and I definitely cried. Yeah, I think there were a lot of there's a lot of tears and fire and lunch, and people are very happy across the board with that reunion finally happening. And we're, we'll talk about it, I guess, when we get to Rhaegar Arla mode moments. But yeah. yay! Yay! And just to like throw in my Ramin love, we finally got to hear the sad Stark song, song which is <laughs> "Goodbye Brother," for like a happy moment. It was like, oh yay! They're they're giving it new meaning. Yeah, let's hope it happens again this season with Rickon. Hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. Arya, maybe? Anybody? <laughs> and Arya, we'll see. <laughs> um, so, and we can move on now to the Ned Stark Award to keep the Stark theme. Yes. And it seems the group wants to give it to Osha. That makes sense. I think that makes sense. You know, she's just trying to protect her boy. I don't know what was wrong with me that I didn't realize the moment she walked into that room that she was dead. But, like, I don't know what I thought was going to happen. Because I knew there was no way she was going to actually kill him. Because I know that he's like, he's going to be around later on. And so I was, I don't know what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, the minute she started going for the knife, I was like, she's definitely going to die because there's no way he's dead yet. Exactly. But still, it like surprised me when he like changed like the direction of that conversation. And I was like, oh, oh no. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah, there's a little bit of hope that it wouldn't turn out that way, but yeah, it's just bad. I think I've seen some people be like, but just be thankful that it was quick. (laughs) I'm like, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So let's move on to favorite fan shout out. Which, Uh, do you want to say this one? (laughs) Definitely. Definitely Dario kissing his naked lady daggers because that was amazing. (laughs) I think that made all of us happy, in particular Rachel. Yes. Um. And she loves those. I love them too. And I was very happy that one they like made a return and that he would not give it up. <laughs> it was just such a book moment. I was like, yes, this is the Dario I want. <laughs> yes, this is our Dario. <laughs> <laughs> as ridiculous as he is, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, and let's go to favorite one liner. Um, Jenny, do you want to say yours? 
Well, mine <laughs> was really I really nice. like this yeah. knife. <laughs> Um, mine was when Masende said to Tyrion, how many days were you a slave? <laughs> like, I don't know. That just, uh... And I love her for saying it because it's calling him out on the privilege he had. Yes, he was a slave, but for a very brief period, especially if you believe Showtime, which I think, like, I don't even know how much time has passed in this show. <laughs> yeah. Heart, yeah. No, it was definitely <laughs> but... a good, good moment for her. I really enjoyed her in this episode. Yeah. And um, since it's only the two of us, we'll also share it. Lauren chose when... John said to Sansa, if I don't watch over you, father's ghost will come back and murder me. Of course, when I heard that, my issue was like, he's not your father. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see Rhaegar's ghost. Let's bring him. <laughs> and uh, Rachel said everything that Brienne said, which I, that was good also. That was good. I did love her scene with Davos and Melisandre. Yes. <laughs> like everything like, she oh, said in that. Oh, were you talking about Stannis? Oh, yeah. Killed him. Sorry about that. Yep. Yep. Sorry about that. He's done. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that Davos does not know the Shireen was alive, though? Yeah, we, we can break the, you know, the, our outline a bit. I, I, you know, I'm just surprised by now he hasn't forced that out of right? Melisandre. Like but I suppose it's been very busy at the wall. One, he was trying to protect John's corpse. And yeah, John then came back to life. And I don't think that much time has passed since John came back to life. No, I know. So, it just... I just, like, it caught me off guard. I was like, wait, you don't know that yet? Oh, okay. No, it caught me off guard, too, because I, I assumed she knew. <laughs> but I'm hoping that when it is revealed, it's done on screen. And so we can actually see the ramifications of that. Mm-hmm. That would be a nice moment. Well, not nice, but you know what I mean. Um, and this week, we finally get to see Grayscale again, which I know always excites Jenny. Yes, it's still there. Um... He should really have sewn up his shirt or something because there's that like lovely little window to like the the grayscale going off his arm that Dario has now seen. And I like that Jorah's just like, it didn't touch you, don't worry. But then like the whole time they're going through Vase Death Rock, he's like crouched over him with like that arm over his back. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, stop. I mean, if he I if he properly wrapped it up, wouldn't that also be a better like way to prevent it from infecting other people i don't know yeah it kind of sucks for him you know like like john connington got grayscale on like his fingertips like he could have cut his fingertips off he was just he just didn't want people to know about it but like jorah got it on his wrist to start with so that just sucks it's not like (laughs) he's gonna cut his whole hand off i mean he could i mean we've got a lot of one-handed characters but you know oh well oh well so there were some, uh, it, well, more so good goodbyes, I guess, <laughs> this episode. Um, but like as we said, Osha, she she died, which was very sad. And this episode, I believe it's the first confirmation that Brienne did in fact kill Stannis in the show. Yes. Now, Rachel put with the Osha part, wondering if this was confirmation that there's a conspiracy with the Umbers and Rickon and all that. I don't think if there was a conspiracy that they would have just sent Osha in to kill him. Yeah, and I'm still, like, I want to believe there's a conspiracy. I do too. But but I'm still like, why would you give up your most valuable possession at that point? uh... Like, you, I mean, not that you'd want to give any other boy to Ramsay, but (laughs) Ramsay's never met Rickon, as far as I can recall. So That's true. He wouldn't, at least in the show, in the books, yes, that would have been different because of Reek. Right. But in the show, he's never met him. You don't have to give them the real 
air. <laughs> like that's I know. Just... So I'm still hesitant to believe there's a conspiracy theory because of that, but it'd be nice. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I mean, we had a reintroduction <clears throat> to some of the people from the Slavers Bay cities. Oh, yes. But got, uh, I, I don't know their names. Um, well, there was Skinny <laughs> Yezin. Oh, yes. That's just, that was his name. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Skinny Yezin. Um, and I think, uh, no, I'm not even going to try. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember the guy from, from Yunkai, but I don't remember exactly what his name is, so I'm, I'm not going to embarrass myself with my lack of knowledge. No, we won't even one. try. Um, and well, and a new character. No, well, I guess she wasn't new because she was in last week's too. I was gonna say the Khaleesi that Danny becomes friends with, but I think she was actually in last week's. Probably she just didn't talk as much. She talked more yeah. this week. Yeah, so she's not new. Uh, for places, we should note that Theon is back on Pike. Somehow he made it there really quickly. Just I mean, like Littlefinger teleports and I'm... Sansa and Brienne, and then the Bolton messenger all gets to the wall super fast. Like, I mean, amazing. Like when they opened the gates at the wall, I was like, "Wait, she's there already." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I guess they were out for an episode, and it's not like they're going to be traveling for, like, you know, five episodes. Like, we need to move the story along, but it is a little strange. No, I, I have it. no issue with that. I think it's funny more than anything, but I get it. They don't want to – travel time's boring, so yes. you just want to move things along. Um, and we see the veil again, which we haven't seen the veil in a while. I know. So. I just really like watching uh, Sweet Robin fail at archery. Yeah, he's worse Good. than we are. <laughs> that's not entirely true i did have the arrow bounce back at me so yeah but he had many in the dirt many many i did hit the target the <laughs> and his voice has gotten Morris. really deep too oh. yeah i i actually didn't realize it was him talking it took me a while <laughs> yeah i know i was like who who's talking what um, and we get to see Loras' cell, which we haven't seen. We've seen Marjorie in her cell. We saw Cersei in her cell. I don't believe we saw Loras in his cell, though. I right? can't remember if I'm thinking of, like, the trailer or an actual scene. But, yes. It it's was been very, a while, even if we did. It was very sad yeah. seeing that. So, let's move on to the Rhaegar a la mode moments. Mm-hmm. Castle Black. Castle Black, Castle Black. yep. <laughs> All of it. Oh, my God. All of it was All wonderful. It was, it was great. That conversation between them, the first, like in the first, well, the second conversation was great too, but the first one <laughs> in the beginning of the episode is exactly how I would imagine their reunion to be, even if it were in the books. It was just, it was so great. Like sibling banter and smiling and laughing and like, who would have thought that would ever happen? It was, yeah, it was so And with lovely. Sansa <laughs> apologizing and John, like, no, there's nothing to apologize for. And she's like, just do it. And he's like, fine. <laughs> and like, I liked totally. I liked her drinking the ale and their little joke about that. That was great. It was just, it was amazing. And I love seeing Starks together. <laughs> it was so nice. And, and it's great both, seeing like, Sansa. Just they've like, both like grown herself. so much and it was nice to see like what their relationship is now. Yeah. And they've never really had a scene together. Yeah, sure. If you count when Robert arrives, they're not together really in that scene though. And they're not talking to each other. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy that this is the first time Sophie and Kit actually have a scene together. <laughs> I guess if we ever get the, like, you know, John Arya reunion, that'll be very interesting. Oh, my God. That's even more feels. I can't even think. <laughs> you know, Needle's Jon Snow's smile. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, also, there was the dinner scene, which... Yeah. I must say, they do dinner scenes extremely well on this show. <laughs> They're always great. But this one was awesome, and I loved 
Brienne's facial expressions watching everybody eat, and I loved Ed's joke about the, them not being known for their food. <laughs> and Sansa was so gracious with I that. Um, and I think everyone loves the Tormund flirty action that was going on there. <laughs> I don't know. Brienne. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure what was going on there, but it was amazing. <laughs> but there are a lot of Brienne and Tormund shippers at this point, which is just hysterical. And Ed's reaction to it, like, okay, <laughs> if that's what you want. But, I mean, yeah, it's something I never knew I wanted until it was going on. And then I was like, right? this actually is amazing. <laughs> I like the pointing out that they both have experience with bears. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> and then we finally get the pink letter, which... Is the show version, of course, but still took very heavily from the book. And so I was like, oh, can, we, can we talk about the fact that that letter was written with, like, perfectly centered text? <laughs> yeah, so there's an image of the letter that's on the internet. And I don't know if, I don't know where, it probably came from HBO. HBO yeah, it's from, like, the something. making, the, like, the behind the scenes stuff. Okay. But, I, yeah, I saw it right before we started recording this. And I was like, hmm, I didn't think of Ramsey as being that... <laughs> organized right I guess. neat <laughs> his penmanship and then his centered writing i was like oh <laughs> got some like little yeah i don't know that was weird yeah unless um, he made that poor maester write it <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah but it was you know it was great in a way to finally get the letter i know the order's kind of messed up because normally the letter should have come before john got stabbed whatever it's okay we'll live with it <laughs> <laughs> But and they've got Rickon instead of Vance and like Yeah. I mean, but it's still it's gonna drive John and Sansa to reclaim Winterfell, which is great. And one thing that I think we should talk about, because I guess I don't I mean, I assume it's probably pissing off fans. I actually haven't looked at stuff to see if it's annoying fans. But with John being sort of like not gung ho about trying to fight and take back Winterfell from the get-go. I don't know if that annoys people, but I actually like that they did that. I mean, Yeah, I agree with, with Jess's essay that she wrote in our Google yeah. Doc, um, <laughs> that showing that he has you know PTSD from you know, dying and coming back to yeah. life. It is nice to see. It's nice that they're willing to you know delve into those character moments and, and actually have him you know go through that instead of just brushing it aside and you know pushing him forward in the story. Yeah, I don't think it'd be realistic for him to pop right back up going, okay, where's Winterfell? Oh, where's the White Walkers? Let's go. Right? <laughs> like, you would be traumatized. That would be really upsetting. And, and I it, think they've done a good job showing that so far, so Yeah, I'm happy and even Kit talked about how he didn't want John to come back if he was just going to be the same person he was before. Yeah. Well, you know, so now think... he's got a new hairstyle, so he, it's all he good. Does. And we haven't even talked about that. Yeah, okay, so yes. where did you get these clothes? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I mean, he looked damn good. But... Yes. Rock that Ned look. Try to copy the Ned hairstyle, you know? I mean, like, I, did I, did I Ned, it. like, give him some clothes, like, just, you know, for when he came home? Like, hey, you don't have to wear black when you come back. I don't understand. Maybe, or maybe, maybe Ben had, Benjen had him in his, <laughs> I don't know. That's so weird. Maybe someone at the wall is really good at sewing. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> the questions we don't really ask and just accept. <laughs> I'll uh, take it. <laughs> he looked good. Yeah. Um, 
Do you think we should move on from Castle Black? <laughs> we, we probably should. Um... Yeah, we probably should. Okay, fine. It's been 20 minutes. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> so we can talk about Danny and Fias Dothrak, <clears throat> which I think was also a, a high point for all of us, um, you know, that they handled those scenes pretty well and that the Dario and <laughs> Chora tag team is amusing. <laughs> Chora and Dario was great. Um, I liked <laughs> him covering up the stab wound with a rock that was <laughs> I feel like he like you know hit him a few too many times I feel like you know once or twice would have sufficed but sure you know go all out there <laughs> um, yeah I mean that was I'm like okay that's one way to cover that <laughs> not I sure liked, okay I liked the you know new uh, Khaleesi character she seems like an interesting addition Yes, and I hope she sticks around. At least, and I hope the older one does as well. I she, like, her. reminds me of Miriam Mazdor. She like, does. Her look. And you know I love Miriam Mazdor. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm all for it. Um. <laughs> but, and of course, the moment where, you know, Danny burns the patriarchy. and I mean, it was a great scene. It was a good scene. Yeah. Despite I mean, I our, accept. Despite showed, our issues. Yeah. Show Danny is immune to fire. I get but, it. But I don't understand. Like, what? Like, it burns her clothes, but not her hair. Like, her hair I know, that is makes just, zero like, sense. perfectly. I guess it's, like, part <laughs> of her. So maybe that's also impervious to fire. It's ludicrous silver hair. It's got to have some special powers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe it's, yeah. maybe it's the hair that saves her. Yes. But this begs the question, is John's hair immune to fire? <sighs> no, because it... Well, maybe when it's not on his head, because, you know, it did burn... That's, That's what brought him back to life. But that means his hair is magical, so... Yeah. He, but he doesn't have the ludicrous silver hair. No. I'm sure he'd look great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, so we did like the Danny stuff. Our, yes. Of course, our nerd rage is that Targaryens are not immune to fire. But moving on. <laughs> King's Landing! King's Landing! <laughs> Yay, we're seeing the Tyrells again. Yeah, they get their own reunion, too! There's a lot of brothers history in this episode. Yeah, that one was not happy, though. <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. Oh, um, that one was rough. Yeah. Poor Loras. And oh. then in other parts of King's Landing, we see some scheming going on. I'm still... I mean, I liked the scene. I thought it was well done yeah. for the, well, I guess not really a small council, but mostly the most small council um, yeah. between The ones Jamie's that have them. actual power. Yeah, you know. Um, but I still imagine this is probably going to blow up in Cersei's face, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how this could go well. Well, I mean, Jamie her. still has to leave and, like, go to the Riverlands. Like, that's happening. So he's got to... He's got like have a reason. I don't know. I don't know what's. Yeah. The the King's Landing stuff has been very interesting because I haven't really been invested in it, which is sad because I love Jamie, but I'm just kind of bored and waiting for him to leave. Yeah, and I do. I have actually really enjoyed the King's Landing stuff, but I do acknowledge, and I've seen other people note this too. And I love Jonathan Price as an actor, but the show gives the High Sparrow so many long monologues that it, it really does. I, admit, I zone out. <laughs> during some of them i remember i did this episode and i totally didn't realize why the episode is called book of the stranger <laughs> i heard that line i was like okay i got that all right um, check my it phone wasn't, it, it yeah, wasn't okay. until a rewatch <laughs> i was like oh that's why book of the stranger okay but in happy news for king's landing kevin's still alive yeah go kevin 
Yeah. So how, hey, we'll see how long he lasts. What, should we <laughs> should we give a guess as to what episode he will die in? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I keep thinking it's going to happen, but I, I feel it, it's probably going to be towards the end. Yeah, I think at this point, if he has not dead yet, he's going to last at least till closer to the end. I'll I'll say eight. Okay. Yes, because nine's probably going to be the northern battle. Yeah. And then we move on to the Iron Islands, where there was another sibling reunion. This Yay! is just... <laughs> Yay! Not as awful as the, you know, Loras and Marjorie reunion, but also kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, not as bad, So, but not as happy as John and Sansa. Uh, that one definitely has, I think, the most high points, but, but it was I, still a really well done scene. They it were was really well done. I it. think they did a really good job with their dynamic and how upset she was with him for you know being broken and how broken he still is and like wants to help and it's nice yeah. to see and the queen's moot is coming oh, we're all excited for queen's moot yay um we already talked about the veil so i guess we can <laughs> but the thing and i don't know that i would call the veil stuff the Rhaegar Arla mode but this is just no. the moment i have I guess we finally sort of know what Littlefinger's doing. I don't really know. I still don't know. I (laughs) I have no idea. He's whatever. (laughs) But at least the Knights of the Veil are finally going to join the fray. Do something, yes. The fray. I was like, done that in the book. I was like, the phrase (laughs) or the fray? Oh well, yeah, not house fray. (laughs) The other fray. Interesting choice of words. Um, Or well, I guess we'll see. We don't know. Walder Frey's coming back at some point. I know. Um, and then Maureen, I just want to give a shout out to Masende. I thought she was fantastic in this episode. Masende I know I already great. said the quote that I loved, but she was great. Grey, Grey Worm is great. I loved how they would call out Tyrion on his privilege. And uh, it's kind of hard because I understand Tyrion's position on the negotiations, yeah. but then I really think Danny would hate it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, she would, but I mean, I, that's certainly part of her problem is that she's just like, slavery is bad. Let's just get rid of it. It'll be fine. Like, that's not, that doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah. And we've seen that it doesn't work. And if you're not there enforcing it heavily, you know, you're not going to be able to solve this problem. Not that I think, you know, seven years is going to make them actually abolish slavery if you're not, you know, constantly helping them through that transition. But at least it's an attempt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But the... As Rachel pointed out, the the whore thing was a little bit weird. But yeah, that was weird. I like, can't... I get it, but it was just kind of like, eh, it kind of squeaked me out a little bit. Yeah, it's like more an old Tyrion thing. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure Tyrion would be the that quickly change from... Especially after, like, the Shay thing, after, mm-hmm. you know, his brief bout with slavery. <laughs> like, it all just felt a little bit uncomfortable yeah like maybe in a few years he would resort to something like that but it's still a little close to too close to what happened with shay and then his own experience yeah but we'll see and i guess that's a good segue to nerd rage (laughs) so dandy's not immune to fire she is not immune to fire show i get it though i get it she's immune in this i mean it's a cool shot it's although it was like another shot of her like standing there with all of these people bowing down to her, and I was like, "This feels very reminiscent of Misa." Is this bad? <laughs> I was thinking more that it was like the first season and how that that too that too ended, and that was fine. Yeah, I, think. I guess 
It's not like she's coming in and just, like, conquering and being all like, I'm saving you. She's like, hey, I need your help. Look, I'm awesome. Yeah, I guess we'll see where it goes from here. While I'm annoyed about the fire thing, I'm also just really curious just to see what happens to her story. Because we don't know. Well, we don't know. And my assumption is that the show just went through, in four episodes, did what George is probably going to take all of the Winds of Winter to do. Yeah. <laughs> she has her Kalsar. Um, yeah. What, what's she going to do now? <laughs> is she going to go back to Marine? Is she going to go to Westeros? Like... She needs some ships. She needs more horses. I don't know. <laughs> I liked that Dario was just like staring at her like, wait, oh, I'm supposed to be bowing with everybody else. Hello. <laughs> yeah. And I actually really liked that aspect of that scene because he's kind of like, oh, like he gets it now. Like, yeah. I don't know if he ever really got it. No, before. I don't think so either. <laughs> so that was kind of, that was the nice part about Jorah's it. Jorah's like, oh, I've seen this before. This is the part yeah. where we bow to her. <laughs> And of course, I wondered. I was like, "Well, she could do something similar in the books, but it might be with Dragonfire because she has Drogon with her." Yeah, where is Drogon these days? Yeah, where did he disappear? <laughs> he, I don't he know. He mom. was wounded. And he just like blew up. <laughs> he ditched his mom. Um, Drogon, what are you doing? Yeah, and then this wasn't really nerd rage, but I <laughs> I was initially kind of confused. I was like, oh, "How is that hut going up in flames so fast?" They, yeah, they must have doused it in something. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, like they were talking about, like, needing help and, like, preparing, so I assume that's what happened. Yeah. I assume as well, and I'll just go with that and assume that's how that happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we already talked about John and his new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that Jess has concern about how, and we kind of talked talk about this already, but we'll just repeat briefly, that concern about how John seems to turn be turning his back on the fight with the white walkers and we both think because we talked about this that yeah it looks that he's doing like he's doing that but i don't think that's gonna last the whole season i think he'll come around again i mean it's interesting you know knowing what we know about like episode nine so like for the foreseeable future he's gonna be you know working to take winterfell but i so i wonder if it's gonna be Maybe, like, mentioned a couple times, and then, like, after he takes Winterfell, it's like, now it's time to turn, you know, back to the real task at hand kind of a thing, now that he's got the North on his side. Yeah, I could see that happening. And I could see Davos even influencing him in some ways to think about approaching it that way, since that's kind of what Davos did last season (laughs) when he was talking to Jon. And Melisandre, since, you know, she keeps saying he's the prince that was promised. Yeah, that, okay, so I was going to say, I was like, maybe we should add a prophecy watch to our podcast, because this is now the second time she's raised yeah. the prince that was promised. I like, oh. the, I like that Davos is just like, wait, wasn't that Stannis? <laughs> He's like, whatever, woman. I don't know. I, I can't even. <laughs> I love that he brought that up, because I was thinking that, and I was like, and then he said it, and I was like, okay, all right, you're paying attention. And he's like, oh, by the way, he's dead. <laughs> That, that scene was really great. Um, so, I mean, I don't even know that we can really talk about the show being an adaptation anymore since they are so far ahead. I mean, we can yeah. when it gets to stuff like the Queen's Mood or something, but like, yeah, yeah right now, not so much. Yeah, I mean, right now they're kind of confirming some things that I think fans have speculated for a really long time, like Danny going to the Doge Colleen, her taking over the Kalasar. Okay, I guess John coming back to happen. life and going to take Winterfell. 
Yeah, and maybe even and, Sansa coming back to the north to retake Winterfell. That yeah. could be way far out, and they're just, like, speeding it up much faster. <laughs> well, but she's it, in a much different position now. Although with, with uh, Littlefinger coming into the, into the fray, you know, mm-hmm. that does potentially suggest that uh, she might be going there, too, so. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's very true. Um, but yeah, it's all kind of weird, and it makes it kind of fun because I don't really know what's gonna happen. I know, like, and I was really concerned. I mean, and it's it was one episode, but I was concerned, you know, when we got really off book, if I would, you know, be able to enjoy the show as a show. And I really, I really enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun. I mean, the Stark reunion certainly helped it because that just made me smile, and yeah. you know, through the whole episode. But um, yeah, it was. Good stuff. Yeah. And so upcoming stuff. So in the preview, we saw that Bran's going to have that vision with the Night King in the next episode, not yes. the Tower of Joy second part, whatevs, Bloodraven. <laughs> okay. Maybe Bloodraven. Although, you know, if <laughs> if Bran is, is, you know, using all his special powers and he's, you know, getting glimpses of the White Walkers, it could be him that influences John. If we get some sort of communication between them. That's true. I didn't even... That's true. And I... Oh, I don't know why I didn't think about that for the show when I do think that will probably happen in the books. Mm-hmm. I just... I guess I don't think that they'll really connect. But of course, yeah, that's actually how they could. I, I hope it happens in the show. Yeah. I'd really like to see that. Because then it'd be kind of like a Stark reunion, even if he doesn't really know what's happening. Yeah. And then, of course, the Queen's Moot is happening yes. next week. Yay! We will not call it the King's Moot because Rachel will hate us. <laughs> Even well, though I, it's not like she's going to win unless they, change the, <laughs> unless they change the book. Change I mean, it from she the books. might eventually win in the books. So. Right, but unless unless she does win in the show and she's like, hey, you're on Greyjoy, that doesn't really look like you're on Greyjoy, please go bring ships to Daenerys. <laughs> you could use yeah, them. Yeah, that, that could happen. And it looks like Sansa is confronting Littlefinger somewhere. Who knows where they can been able to meet up? Like, how fast they're at the wall. Just... He's in the bail. Like, really? <laughs> I'm like, is this their island, or are they like, I don't know, where are they meeting up? Escagos? I don't know. <laughs> None of that makes any sense. <laughs> like, but I'll accept it because it looks like she's actually going to call him on his shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you know about Ramsey? Um, yeah. I liked. I liked when he was talking to. Uh, I, that's was that Bronzeon Royce or something? Yeah. Um, and he's just like, "Weren't you taking her to the fingers? What the hell happened there? Now she's married <laughs> to Ramsey. <laughs> like, where did this detour come from?" <laughs> I mean, I guess he handled that sort of well. I don't. I I don't really. And we'll see. I guess with little finger. I, I can't even sure. deal with him. He's ridiculous. I, though I do have to say, I'm so creeped out by Sweet Robin calling him uncle peter <laughs> just like stop everything with sweet robin creeps me out like, no. and like the fact that he that he like looks exactly the same as he did like a couple of years ago but just like this ganglier version and like the hair is oh it's all just like working against him oh poor kid <laughs> Um, and Arya, we are going to see Arya again next week. Yay. So I hope that storyline continues to move along. It, hopefully, I'm just no more beating. Waiting happening. for her <laughs> to get into like the theater troupe aspect because yeah. I just 
want to see where that's going since Same. that since that led to her like killing uh Wrath in the books in that spoiler chapter um you know it'll be interesting to see I guess it could still lead to her like embracing her starkness and that could be what leads her back to Westeros maybe mm-hmm. they could use that as a transition I'm not sure what exactly would do it but I don't know yeah even for book Arya, she's still I really don't know where they're where George is going with that yeah like I have ideas but I'm like I don't know what's gonna get her back to Westeros well you know Someday, there may be a book that will tell us these things. The cops outside your window would also (laughs) like this book. (laughs) I was trying to wait to answer until they passed by. (laughs) This won't be a problem in my new apartment. (laughs) Won't be a problem in my new apartment. Um, But... Yeah, I guess we'll we'll see what brings her back. I mean, I I still I'm still not sure she'll come back this season. I don't know. Yeah, maybe end. like at the very end. Yeah, at the very end. And I still think she her story will like she'll come back to the Riverlands. Yeah, we'll just get like the the opposite shot that we got like last or a couple seasons ago. Or was it the end of season four when she was like riding yeah. off on the boat towards? <laughs> and this time it'll be her coming back that actually would be kind of cool if they did that I don't know if I gave them that kind of credit but (laughs) that would be 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 interesting yeah alright so Jenny any other thoughts about Book of the Stranger it was it was really good and I hope that this show continues to be as good as this episode yeah, it was like the. I mean, I've generally been mostly happy with this season, but yeah, it was the one that really started moving the plot forward. And yeah, and it just had all the things we wanted in it, so it was nice. Yeah, so let's hope it just continues for the rest of the season. Yeah, so that's all from us about the episode. So now it's time to toast to our. I mean, this is gonna be so weird for me not to call him Lord Commander, Mister. I'm not the Lord Commander anymore, Jon Snow. Poor Ed. I mean, yeah, he has. I know, poor. He's like, dude, you're leaving me. Um, I still think he'll become Lord Commander. So at some point, maybe we can toast to him too. But. Yes, we should totally toast to future Lord Commander Dellers and Tallet. <laughs> He's gonna have as many know. titles as Danny. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> if anyone yes. in the story deserves them, it's Ed. Yes. <laughs> But, but yes, to Jon Snow. To Jon Snow. Mr. I'm not Lord Commander anymore. And then to our future Lord Commander, hopefully, Ed. Yay, Ed. I love Ed. Ed. Yeah. I'm so glad he's in the show. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. See you next week. And so he broke that sacred oath. That Lord of the Crossing, and now the pie crusts cover his kin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his kin, revenge it tastes so sweet.
There is a lot of traffic outside your window. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is. There is. Oh, yes. Welcome to the sounds of New York, everybody. Yes. The joys of the city. <laughs>